Hey everybody, welcome back to the Active Dads Podcast. Today, me and John were talking a little bit earlier and we decided to discuss some of the stuff that's going on with us, you know? So one of the big things John's been dealing with literally over like the past two years now is this damn ankle injury that keeps popping back up. Huh? Ankle injury? Yeah. What ankle injury? Yeah. The reason why you got a brace <laughs> on your left ankle right now. No, I took it off after <laughs> I finished my workout. Yeah, and uh, coincidentally... I actually uh, had a lateral dislocation of my patella in a freak uh, rolling accident in jiu-jitsu for about five weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Four or five weeks ago. And then like a week and a half, two weeks later, I uh, tore the cartilage in my intercostal area of my ribs. So rib four kind of got torn loose from my sternum a little bit. That's a very interesting feeling. Yeah. I don't know. I don't suggest that one, but again, it was just like a freak accident. You know, I mean, both of them happened in the middle of a transition. My training partner wasn't going like overtly rough on me. I wasn't going rough on them. Just, you know, for the sweep, I was in the bottom half guard and I went to sweep Chris over. As soon as I came up top, everything kind of went numb. And I was like, oh, that's, that's not good. As soon as I roll over, my kneecaps on the side of my leg. So Beb had to put that back in for me and me and him about, both puked because yeah. he had to like watch it and feel it and then i felt it on the inside and it felt like it hit every nerve on the way back in so like, you ever have like that nerve pain to where you truly get lightheaded yeah like you yeah. it hits you and you're like it takes your breath and you like start seeing the room spinning real quick mm-hmm. that was how much nerve pain that hurt coming out it just felt numb i was like oh that's that's not good as soon as I rolled over and looked at it, I was like, I need somebody to come here for a second. Yeah. Bever came over there, poked it with his finger, and whenever it popped back in the notch, man, it popped back in with every nerve possible in that thing. That was bad. The rib dislocation or the uh, torn cartilage with the rib, again, bottom side, I was just pushing myself up. And once I got my shoulders turned from my hips, my partner went to pin me back down. And I guess it was just, I rotated up and then he drove forward. And that's what caused that little kink in the armor. And that's what popped the rib. But, yeah, so it's been uh, very interesting trying to do any type of running, which, you know, didn't happen. Yeah. I've ran half a mile in the past four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and any type of upper body stuff or really lower body stuff, anything, anything to where I have to build up internal pressure is just not happening yeah. because of the rib. So, luckily, both are feeling much better i wouldn't say they're both healed but both of them are feeling much better to where i can you know drill and i can uh exercise at probably 80 percent capacity yeah. that's about it and yeah. with your ankle it seems like you're I was, about 80 percent capacity as well yeah i mean i too was in transition from up the mountain to down the mountain <laughs> and you know it was one of those things where i actually made it through a whole season without an ankle issue and as many times as I tripped up and and all those things at the Yeti, once my legs were just toast, I didn't have an issue, really, other than the Achilles problem, but that was just overuse. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, coming back down the mountain, man, and just, I mean, it was literally like the first 50 yards of coming down the mountain. And I was like, I just said, yeah, we better keep, we better be easy on these stinking leaves, these slick leaves, because it was loose rock underneath and really couldn't see what was underneath because of all the leaves and sure enough man just caught the wrong rock and rolled it it rolled with my ankle and i heard the or felt the pop and took the step and went 
oh, really, you idiot, and limped my way back down the mountain. And, you know, I, all, I knew all too well the feeling, that, that immediate sense of swelling and all that good stuff. So I was like, well, I know what I'm in for. And, yeah, I, that was the Thursday before Christmas. So pretty much spent Christmas. Well, I'm going to be completely honest. Nobody really knew my ankle was hurt until after Christmas. And I just, I wanted to get through the holidays, so I did as much as I possibly could. Um, and, and I kind of paid for that, though, <laughs> right after Christmas. So I was kind of immobile after that for a, for a while. I guess I'm on week three now. Uh, you know, and I've, I've been in the gym. I pretty much took a solid week off, didn't do anything. You know, ice elevation, all that good stuff, rest. Um and then of course I'm you know to heat I'm still doing uh, I'm still doing a little ice on occasion heat as well um, keeping some uh, tiger bomb on it which feels great at night um, and then I think yeah Saturday was my first Saturday I got out and did 30 miles on my bike um, which I felt good other than it just being brutally cold and windy uh, and I still rode pretty well felt pretty good so I'm hoping this week to get a short run in and see how it's doing but yeah i mean it seems to be a i don't know if it's something i'm ever going to get away from now well unfortunately with that sport man and that's one of the things about it you can say be careful as much as you want to but there, you can only be so careful what oh, yeah. you gonna do like turn around and reverse bear crawl yeah. down the mountain you, know? I was saying, you see yeah. I, I thought about it and yeah what happened i did it like same, i started thinking about it yeah that's the same thing about jujitsu mm -hmm. that's what we always tell our white belts you know tap early tap often yeah with me neither one of those situations was like a tap situation it was yeah. a little transition you know like right. i engaged in the first one i engaged in the second one and it didn't work out i mean you can be as careful as you want to but accidents are going to happen yep. but the biggest thing about it is what do you do after the accident hits mm -hmm. Right. A lot of times, man, even a minor accident can push people away from jujitsu. They're like, oh, no, 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 I don't want this. You know, we had oh, one yeah. guy jam his thumb up on like his third class. We never saw him back. I'm like, yeah. dude, what'd you think he was coming into? A pillow fight or a yeah. tickling competition? Like, I mean, you're going aggressively towards another grown man that is going to try to hurt you back. Yeah. Early, you know, early on in my, my adventures, that wasn't an issue, you know? Um, like, and I still tend to like flock to stupid stuff. Like, oh yeah, I think I might try that. I might try this. Like, I'm not, you know, Same. I don't have enough stupid stuff on my list to do that could possibly injure me. But this sitting based around my ankles as much, so I might try this, even though it could just get me just as dead. But but I am, you know, I I do kind of use like now I know like pain hurts, <laughs> and and you don't heal as fast, so. But at the same time, man, like, you don't get the enjoyment either. No. Yeah, no. you might get hurt. But yeah. how many times have you ran a mountain and didn't get hurt? Exactly. How many rounds have I, mean, I, I put a, in and didn't get hurt? I had a whole season. You know? yeah. I ran 100, I did my 100 miler and got it in without having an ankle mishap. And then, bam, my off season, right before I start my new yeah. season. Dude, that's how it goes sometimes. And you I mean, can't plan for that stuff. The you timing know? wasn't terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, hmm. Yeah, and that's it. And I've actually got uh, one new endeavor that we'll be talking about later on. I'm still trying to get things together for it. Is I'm pretty excited about this. It's another dumb thing I do for fun. It's not the one I'm <laughs> modeling for. Oh, no, no, no. 
Oh, okay. No, I mean, that's like, that's a true business thing. Oh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know. We'll be releasing those details soon as well. But no, this is just something I want to do on the side because I've always wanted to do it and I've never done it. And like, apparently I know people in this industry. So it's going to be interesting. Be like a male stripper? Yeah. No, nah, I've already done that. Oh. Moving on. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, that's it. Like, if you enjoy doing something, then the fear of getting injured isn't going to push you away from it. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, I've been doing jujitsu for over 12 years now. I just got an update. I, was, I always said it was like over 11 years because mm -hmm. I thought I started in 2010. Yeah. Apparently, I started in 2009 because Facebook, thank God, reminds me of what my memory forgets. Oh, yeah. And there was an update about me training back in 09, and yeah. it said 12 years ago. So I was like, cool, man. That's a pretty awesome little marker right there. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, and I mean, you know, I can – I've had a bunch of injuries, but none of them were serious. You know, I taped it up, licked my wounds for a little bit, got back on the mats. But the big thing about it was I was always looking at what I could do to get around it. You know what I mean? So the biggest injury that put me off the mat was whenever I cracked those three ribs. And uh, then I was finishing up my first book. I had to get, like, some B-roll footage, just kind of sprinkle throughout the book to break up the monotonous mm -hmm. paragraphs and everything. So whenever we were doing that, you know, I mean, it's my first time back on the mat in like three or four weeks, and I felt good. You know, me and Beber were kind of dicking around, playing around, and I hit a duck under on him, took his back, and then I fell to the side for a takedown. I figured that'd just be a kick-ass photo, you know, oh, me yeah. like taking somebody down from the back. Soon as we landed, I landed on my elbow, and that broke the damn ribs. Yeah. <laughs> and so. What well, should have been like, you know, six weeks off the mat turned into almost 10 weeks off the mat. And like, I got depressed, but I still showed up every night. I walked on the mat. The one thing I didn't do was I didn't change out. Yeah. So like, I didn't put my no-gi gear on. I went down there in like some jogging pants or some uh, like gym shorts and a t-shirt. If I didn't have my no-gi stuff on, then I wouldn't be like yeah. ready to jump in there and do stuff. But I still instructed. I watched as everybody else drilled. You know, I did a lot of things to kind of keep me at it, you know. Oh, yeah. With this injury, you know, knee injury wasn't bad. I can do a lot of stuff with a knee injury. Luckily, I was already teaching my uh, guard series. So, it didn't affect my teaching that much. I had to be mm -hmm. easy on a couple of sweeps, you know. And I told my students, and they completely understood that I would just have somebody else demonstrate that. But I was able to teach a lot of the guard techniques from that. Rib injury, that was a little bit different. I had to be very selective on what I taught because, you know, with a bum limb, you just kind of leave that limb out to the side. Oh, yeah. With a bum rib, you can't really do anything. Like, I had trouble pulling my knees to my chest, so I had to modify a lot of stuff for that. Same thing with the workout, you know. Like I said, anytime you dislocate a patella, you know, anybody in the athletic training field will tell you this. Normally, you're about three to four weeks from having any type of quad activation. Yeah. So you don't want to have a hard contraction out of the quad. And then you're probably another three to four weeks with no explosive movements. Right. So no sprints, nothing like that to get a hard activation out of the quad because it can pull it right back out. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so I had to modify everything. was just very light. I tried to do as much hamstring and glute activation as I could without hitting the quad. So a lot of bridges, um, no single leg bridges, anything that would bring into question my balance. Same with it, thing with the rib. Um, Push-ups were okay. Any type of seated press hurt a little bit. Standing presses, I couldn't put my elbows above my heads. Yeah. So, like, if I sat down, I could do, like, a light Arnold press or a light strict shoulder press. But if I stood up, anytime my elbow went above the top of my head, I felt that extension. So that mm -hmm. hurt pretty bad. 
Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with you. You know, I mean, we just took out a lot of the split squat positions and we took out a lot of the walking lunges. That way you keep your heel planted firmly on the ground. That mm-hmm. way you could have your mobility in there. Yeah. You know, so with everything you do, man, think about how you can modify any injury you get. You can still train around. You know, obviously, like if you got a bad hip issue, you don't hop on a bike and go for a long ride or anything like that. But maybe oh, yeah. you can just hop in the gym, get on a trainer, mm-hmm. and just do some cycles through. Yeah. You know, nothing oh, yeah. hard, nothing intense. Run it forward for five minutes at maybe a 30, 40% pace, and then run it backwards for five minutes at a 30, 40% pace. Just kind of keep that movement in there. Just keep that movement pattern on track. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of it's just a lot of it's knowing your body. Um, you know, and I mean, and that's with me, like, just the thought of, oh, God, here I'm out for four to six, you know. <clears throat> no, I mean, looking at it, I was like, eh, I've, it's been worse. It's looked worse. It's felt way worse. So I'm somewhere. It's always good to have something bad to compare it to. Right. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm somewhere, I believe, between, you know, uh, like a, a mid, a one, 1.5 with this one. So. I'm thinking three to four, and I'll probably four. I'll be pretty good to start moving back towards you know where I was at, and and that's just from experience. I mean, and then so you know I've been I've been fine with you know I haven't been doing crazy weight, but I've I've been throwing weight back in with you know deadlifts and some squats and things like that, and I'm feeling it's feeling pretty good. Um, I've been doing a lot of like. You know, one one leg, one foot, one legged stuff. You know, just all oh, the one legged balance drills. One legged balance drills. And, yep, that is excellent um, for stability. You know, and it, it it's kind of it's it's funny because like it was one of those things that caused like a huge argument at my house because it was like, oh, John's hurt again. Well, you're getting old. Maybe it's time you you know maybe it's time you just quit for a while and you know just. <laughs> You know, you're going to keep hurting it, and eventually it's going to be permanent. And I'm like, yeah, well, eventually I'm going to die too, and that's going to be permanent. So this is kind of what I do, and I'm not sure what's going on. but Taking a picture of you in your CrossFit cup. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go and ahead. I'm still listening. Like, this is what, that's blackmail right there. I freaking knew it. <laughs> but, you know, this is my thing. This is what I do. I can't just, you know, give that up, and it's like, I'm telling you to give that up and you know, I'm all, I know my wife loves me and she's looking out for the best but sometimes it's hard to get people to understand our wiring mm-hmm. um, when it comes to things like you know yeah it sucks it immobilized me but I still got everything done around the house I needed to get done and we still got through the holidays and it, and it wasn't like a burden on anybody other than myself and I guess maybe some of the bitching and moaning that she had to listen to because I couldn't go run or I couldn't really go work out the way I wanted to um but you know that's the thing like my goal is always to bounce back as fast as I possibly can and I might like I said maybe not maybe I'm not running as fast as I was a month ago but the fact I could get out you know hump a 30 miler in an hour and a half you know in the cold and wind and feel good was was good I mean that kind of that kind of was like all right that kind of sucked a little bit but at the same time, I'm still, I haven't lost everything due to an injury. So, Yeah, and that's one of the biggest issues with me too. More over than the actual pain that I feel or the physical damage that could have been done. 
you just tell my wife I got hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time I'm sitting there, it's like, I felt like I'm telling mom and dad I got into a fist fight in school. I'm like, okay, so don't be mad. I'm not that hurt, but this happened. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, she gives me shit for it all the time. I she see. Every time. I'm like, I got to tell her about this. And I'm like, eh, if it's a little one, I won't say nothing. But, like, you know, I'll start moving furniture at the house or I'll start moving around some plates at the gym we got in the basement. And then they'll fire it back up. I'm like, oh, God. What's wrong with you? What happened? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? What's going on? Yeah. Mine's not like that at all. Like, in fact, when I trashed it at at Grand Further, you know, I called her when I was coming out of the woods because, I mean, that that thing was jacked up. Mm Mm-mm. And I was walking back to the start line where the yeah. car was at. And she says, oh, my God, suck it up. I'm like, okay, so you're saying suck it up and go run this thing. That's what I'm saying. you know. So I turn around and limp, <laughs> limp until my foot goes numb enough that I can start running again. And then I like, you know, I, I PR my run up the mountain. Yeah. Until the adrenaline run wears off, and that's yeah. on the downside of the mountain before I have to turn around and come back up the mountain to go back down the other side of the mountain. And then it's just got off a painful, just death march from there on out. I mean, just hating life for five and a half hours. Yeah. You know, so that's where mine stands. And then, she, of course, you know, when I get home, she'll be like, now, you know, get off of it, get it, get some ice on it, get it, you know, stay off, stay off. Um, so, you know, with this one, she's been like, Keep off of it, you know, keep some ice on it, take care of it, um, you know, at 1700. Yeah, well, I mean, in competition, my wife does that too. Like, uh, I believe my first competition, yeah, yeah, I was a blue belt. So, the first competition that I did under the Phoenix flag, basically, like, I lost in. Men's Nogi Advance, yeah. Men's Nogi Advance, 170 pound. I lost that one, and I end up, my nose got bloody as can be. I was um, basically completely belly down on the mat. My opponent, uh, Garrett, was trying to get a choke in, and I wasn't giving him access to my throat, so he just kind of put it across the bridge of my eyes and then kind of, like, punched up, and that ended up just shattering my nose. I mean, it was bleeding like a stuck pig. Mm. But anyways, that made me look up because I flinched back and he was able to sink the choke in. So in between that, they were calling, or during that match, they were calling me to my first gi match across the map. And like in the video, you can help hear Beber like yelling at him, hey, he's over here. We'll be there in a minute. So as soon as I get up, my nose is gushing blood. And my wife like immediately like finds some napkins, starts cramming them up my nose and pinching it while I'm walking to the other mat trying to put my gi on at the same time yeah. she's holding my nose shut. Ends up swapping the paper towels out. We get stopped bleeding maybe like six, seven minutes, enough to where I can start my next match. I got over there, and I was like, man, I'm going to need a couple minutes. He's like, dude, we need to stay on schedule. you got to get on there now. And, like, she peeled the napkin back, and he saw the blood come out. I was like, ooh, yeah, take a couple minutes. Huh. <laughs> like, that's what I thought. But... I didn't care, but I know my opponent doesn't want to get blood on his gi like, before oh, we yeah. start the match. Yeah. You know, so she's been, always been cool with that. But the big thing with her is, you know, I mean, much like your wife, she don't want to see me tore up. Yeah. You know, especially not at a hobby. You know, I mean, right. I make money doing it, but that doesn't mean I've got under fights to the death. Like I'm not trying to become a sponsored athlete 
through jujitsu. I'm just trying to have fun, teach some classes. Oh, yeah. Do that, you know? Like I always said, I love jujitsu death, but I'm a hobbyist. I'm not a competitor. Yeah. I never plan to be a competitor. And see, that's where, that's where, like, I've always been a competitor, but I'm starting to kind of, I feel like I'm phasing out of that, or that part of my life's kind of, I'm looking at doing some things I used to do that I haven't done in a long time, and, mm. you know, getting back to doing some of those things, other things that I enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, this will always be a part of what I do and I'll enjoy doing it. And I, you know, always, you know, my friends are, you know, when the games, we're going to go run Saturday. I mean, I'll be up for that, but I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. It's a weird phase of life, I guess, where I'm just, you know, the injuries start to mount up and, you know, you start feeling, you can, you know, recognize those every morning when you get up, you can remember, Oh, there's a, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that's from, you know. Well, I don't know. That's one thing about it, too, man. One of the biggest comorbidities on the planet is age. Yeah. So, no yeah. matter what disease you're looking at, the older you get, the more acceptable you are to it. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm not like, you know, I'm not one of those that's like, oh, I'm going to quit because I'm old. It's just. No, I mean, you don't necessarily have to quit, but again, like, you have to make modifications, right? Right. I'm going to tell you, man, I would absolutely love to be able to train as hard now as I trained in my early 20s. Oh, Dude, God, yeah. I would drink five nights a week and still hit the gym mm -hmm. six, seven days a week and feel great, man. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what muscle soreness was back then. No. If my legs were sore from a heavy leg day, that lasted about four hours. Yeah. After I got up and moving, soreness went away, I could do them again. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is, you know? But now that I've got older, the one thing that, <clears throat> excuse me, the one thing that I noticed when I first started feeling my age was how my warm-ups had to get longer. Yeah. Like, I couldn't just jump in, you know, kind of throw my hands behind my back, pull a knee to my chest, and now I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have oh, yeah. to spend time. I got to warm my elbows up on push days. I got to warm my knees up on leg days. And it's really just, that helps me get a better workout in. Mm -hmm. It really does. It isn't like I'm afraid to get them injured, but I know that, like, the cartilage isn't that good in my elbows and knees anymore. Yeah. So I warm them up, you know, I maybe knock out, two, three sets of 20 squats. Now I'll do like some hand elevated push-ups to get my elbows warmed up. And now I'll move to the ground, do some push-ups, get my elbows warmed up. Now I'm ready to roll. Yeah. I feel great. But before I never needed that, man, before I'd say 31, I never needed that. Right. But again, you know, much like you, a lot of my years, especially in my twenties were really tough on my body. Oh, yeah. It wasn't the average gamer stuff to where your posture gets bad. It was like people trying to bend stuff backwards and shin kick me in the face. Yeah, I mean, that's the you thing. Know? Like, <clears throat> just sitting back over the holidays, you know, like talking to my, my mom and my parents and stuff like that. It was, and of course, you know, they come over and they're like, what's wrong with you? Know, why, New Year's, why you got your leg elevated? And like, oh, yeah, I did this. They're like, well, we were at your house on New Year's Eve. You didn't say anything about it. I'm like, no, no. You know, you just go, they start reminiscing and reminding you, well, you know, you've been doing this since you're about like 10, you know, jumping bicycles off big jumps and shit and, you know, mm -hmm. going over the handlebars and face plants and head injuries and these injuries and those injuries. Like, so, you know, you know, you kind of got to give yourself a little bit of a break and you don't really think about it. I mean, you do kind of, but then you don't, you don't realize how intense you were when you were. Like, yeah, realistically, I have been doing this like 30 friggin' years. Like, okay, yeah. It all starts to add up. Mm. You're like, wow, yeah. I can remember that, those handlebars to the to the uh, sternum. I remember that yeah. uh, handlebar to the collarbone that time. 
you know <laughs> i mean but again man the broke nose the you know it's yeah but like how many fun rides did you had oh they're all nothing happened i mean you they're know, all you didn't awesome wreck every time you yeah there. oh even the wrecks were gnarly i mean hell yeah. we took pictures and laughed about it mm-hmm. you know when you're spit <laughs> the blood out I it's mean, actually one thing me and bear were talking about bear was like man i wish i had a picture of when your kneecaps on the side of your leg i was like i know i was thinking about that whenever it popped out i was like oh god i didn't want to be the guy who say oh god get a camera get a camera oh yeah like <laughs> i've got so many like since facebook a lot of my memories are crashes man like yeah. it's just like me going oh under the big raspberry and just blood all over the place. I mean, mm. but those are, I remember it and I go, dude, like that seven minutes of wrecking sucked, but the three hours prior to that and the two hours after that mm. were amazing. That's what I'm saying, man. Everything that is fun is going to have some type of risk right. to it. You know what I mean? But right like on. I said, the modifications are what makes everything go forward. Yeah. I mean, you, know? you just have to get back on the, the yeah. wagon. That's like the ankle thing. You could easily be like, hey, this is like the fourth ankle injury I've had in a couple of years. On just a Maybe run. just running isn't it. You know, maybe trail runs just too rough on my body. No, you could easily say it. that. No. And then I signed up for the Yeti yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that was what sparked the argument was you're really going to, you're laying here with an ice pack on your ankle and you're going to sign up for the 100 mile race. I'm like, but it's not until September. Know, right? Like, yeah, nine got, months. Plenty of times to rehab like, that It's like Keep I didn't going. slow down afterwards. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, so. I don't even know where I was going with that. I just lost my train of thought. I think you were going to tell us what it was that you were getting ready to do on the side. No. No, I got to, like, I got to get further along. I like talking about what I've done, not like what I'm going to do. I'm not one of those, like, foreshadowing guys. Kite flying. Hmm? How is that? No, how is that? Uh, how's that fun whatsoever? I was trying to figure out how that could be an extreme sport. That's called hang gliding, uh, hang gliding, kite flying, whatever. No. That's one thing I don't mess with is height. Just call heights. it extreme kite flying. That's all extreme you need. You just add flying. extreme to the title. It's <laughs> <just> automatically. <laughs> I don't know how we would do that. But <laughs> no, that still sounds boring. I was about to say that sounds fun. It's like that, extreme that weightlifting. Makes it way better than like if you want a one up. If you want a one up crossfit just start extreme weightlifting i'd have to see some parameters on that sounds like a bunch of injuries waiting to happen hey i guess that'll be olympic weightlifting though doesn't get much more extreme than that when it comes to moving weights you can't say olympic yeah i call it extreme you can say olympic they don't have that trademark it's got that one where the guy picked it up from the end that one we were watching that video where the guy did the one arm I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what you're talking about. There's a lot of them like that. I can't remember now. It was hilarious. Talking though. about the Thor rays or whatever? Yeah. Being a barbell from one side? Yep. yep the grip? Yeah. Yep. That, that's part of extreme weight. Like, I can see that. Yeah. More strongman-esque type stuff. Yeah, yeah. People picking up the blobs and all that crap. Yeah. Nah, I'm good on all that. I like uh, I like to do stupid <laughs> stuff on the side and like efficient stuff in my weight training regimen. Yeah. That way I'm still protected and resilient to do stupid stuff on the side yeah yeah Yeah. i'm thinking so so i'm reaching out to some buddies so this this summer i think like i want to get reinvolved in the whole rodeo scene life whatever you know it's something i miss so i was thinking and it's like you know 
I'm talking to everybody like, well, why don't you rope? And I'm like, well, that would be nice. I would like to rope again. Roping's fun. Um, I was never good at it, but mm. I had some cool people to show me how to do it. Dude, I've thrown um, four lassos in yeah. my life. Like, I can't rope for shit. Like, it, it was fun, and I, and I learned, and I was able to do it. Yeah. But, you know, efficiently is a different story. Um, can you hit rear feet on horseback? Yes. Can you heal? Yes, I can heal. Seriously? You can um, heal? Not very well. Once again, oh, okay. like, it might... <laughs> I'm about to say heading, from my understanding, like, I my been, very limited understanding, heading is difficult in its own right, but nowhere near as difficult as healing. Yeah, I might have been, like, one for eight. No. One, and that that was 20 years ago. Yeah. So, like, now, who knows? Um and maybe better because I'm older and not as spastic as I was when I was 20 years ago. Yeah. But, so I'm thinking like, you know, obviously riding anything is, I mean, I could do that, but I am going to be 41. And it's when you move to show horses. I am not, no, I don't even own one of those. Print so, press them around. It's yeah, right. I guess I could do that for yeah. like just get my teeth whitened and braces yeah. so I can smile. Or your little balloon chaps. But yeah. I got some friends that are, they got into the bullfighting thing. You know, that's become a, that's become a sport in itself. So I'm thinking, maybe I'll try that this year. Hmm. So. Just play poker, man. Rodeo poker. That's pretty much what you do every time you go out there as a bullfighter. So hmm. I thought, eh, why not? I mean, I've still got some speed. i still got some air. I can still jump. As long as that ankle holds up. As long as the ankle holds up. Yeah, it's those lateral movements we're really going to have to work on this year, by the way. Uh, bulls don't move sideways. They just go forward. Oh, the You're heck fine. they do. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of different directions. But, yeah, so yeah. that's that's my kind of thinking, like my side my side hustle for the season, my stupid side hustle. That's a, I, uh, I hate to break it to you, but they don't make money. Oh, they do now. They don't make that much money. Oh no! I mean, I'm not looking. I'm not even making like a couple hundred bucks a day, maybe. Yeah, I'm not even looking at that. It's more the involvement, you know, (laughs) and the experience. Actually, I always thought it'd be fun to get into, but it's one of those things. Much like I tell the guys who come in here and you know talk about getting in the cage, like you do that when you want to make a career out of it. You don't do it as a hobby. Yeah, you don't ride bulls or Bronx as a hobby. Yeah, you want to make it as a pro and get paid for it. Cool, mm-hmm. go out there and do it. But if your heart ain't in it, that animal's gonna hurt you. Same thing with cage fighting. If your heart ain't in it and they're looking at this is their only way out of their bad situation, they're gonna hurt you. My heart was you ain't in gonna it. Enjoy it. My heart was in it when I was young, and then there was that go back to it when I was like middle aged. And that was there was a that was an eye opening day, because hmm. my buddy, I mean, my buddy was there, and he's the one that set it all up and was like, "John, you know we ain't getting old, we ain't getting any younger, man." He's like, "Why, why do you think I ain't out there riding things?" He's like, "I sit up here in the announcer booth." <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he does. He he wins awards yeah. for being the rodeo announcer now, oh, you yeah. know. So, yeah. and he's like, "Man, we we're not young." He said, "But since we're already here," and I learned real quick, eh, my heart ain't in this. So, and that's a big thing about me. Like I said, I'm a big fan of doing stupid stuff for fun, but I always weigh the risk reward ratio. Oh, yeah. Now, if somebody wants to strap me onto a sheep's back with the kid division, I'll tear that up. Right. I've never really been afraid of horses. I grew up with horses. I wouldn't mind like riding horses again. Sarah's talked about my wife 
she's talked about us getting a couple once we get the land, but I just I don't know, man. I'm just not a big fan of horses anymore. I've been thrown off so many of them damn things. Yeah, I've been, been, I just I don't think I could take that and jujitsu and all the other mountain running. Like, yeah, if you've got too many things that wear on your body, they're going to oh, start yeah. compounding. Yeah, I mean that's something like I really miss, and we've talked about like just getting back into trail riding and stuff. But I mean, it's just one more thing, and I mean you know I've been I I've, I helped a buddy years and years down in Conover help break horses at his dad's horse farm and stuff, and I've been rolled. It hurts mm-hmm. and kicked and you name it. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. I took one to the kneecap. I kicked to the kneecap one time. And I thought mm-hmm. I was done. I forgot that I had one glance my hip one time, literally just enough to turn me. Like I caught like a eighth of his hoof, yeah, just enough to turn me. My buddy uh, Billy, he's got horses. He had one, literally just center his quad. Man, that was the darkest bruise I've ever seen. Oh yeah, in my I was going to say, I didn't break his damn leg. My knee turned royal blue. Oh yeah, literally royal blue to almost as black as your t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was you talking about not walking for oh, a while. Yeah. And and so yeah, and I saw man, and my dad, my my dad had one take a bite, bite out of his throat one time, and just missed his Adam's apple by like a millimeter. Good lord, man! Yeah. I've had him nip me a couple of times in the shoulder or the back, but I've never had one like literally bite me. Yeah, I I didn't know what was going on. Turn around, and he's just kind of standing there. All of a sudden, you start to see the blood start to gush out of his neck. I mean, it was literally like a. It looked I didn't like think a, their teeth are sharp enough to draw it, blood. It looked like an apple with a. <laughs> big ass bite out the out of the middle of it, god big hole. I was like, man. "Oh my god!" And he just collapsed. So, mm. I've had my share of them. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if we if if we retire in the next five six years and move to Montana, we'll have to have some. So yeah, if those aren't there's gonna be working horses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause that's all we're gonna do. Is, I don't know. Fish and ride. Yes, fish man. and ride. You got to go to Montana to do that. You can do that ride. right here in North no, Carolina. I'm going to do it in Montana. That's where I want to go since I was like six. I I'm suppose. Going. Well, I mean, there's plenty of hotels and dude ranches you can hang out at. No, no, no. This will be my own. We, we have got a friend in real estate out there. So, hook us up. Hook us up. <laughs> nice. All right, man. I think that's all I got on... Uh, modifications for this round i know that we spoke about it on another podcast but like i said it's kind of something me and john were both going through with our lame butts so yeah what we're saying is is do dumb stuff for fun yeah and if you get hurt (laughs) figure out how to work around it yeah man rub some dirt on it take a salt tablet and go on about your life and chill out just chill that's one thing chill because let me tell you like i think the guys didn't say anything when I got hurt. Normally they would. Hmm. Normally they have, but I think they're used to it. But they also think they know in my head that I'm already beating myself up. Hmm. So by saying anything, it just makes it worse. Because yeah. I think the last thing uh, they told me was, don't be too hard on yourself. And hmm. that is that is a very good reminder when you get injured because it is going to take some time away from what you like doing to oh. get it back to where you need it to be. So... so- yeah. yeah. The big thing that I found, especially working with athletes, is I don't really talk about the injury that much. Yeah. They come in, they tell me what happened, I tell them what the plan is moving forward. Right. They're already going to dwell on it. Oh, God, I don't yeah. need them to relive it. I just need them to show me the position that the injury happened yeah. in. 
And I'm like, cool, let me see your range of motion. And we test that out. Once we test it out, all right, here's what you're going to do. Here's what we're going to do while you're in here. And this is the recovery protocol I want you to go on to. Yeah. If you want to go see an orthopedic or you want to go see a massage therapist, Cairo, whatever, it's perfectly fine. They give you recommendations. Then I'll contact them and we'll kind of put our heads together and see what the best recommendation is going to be. You yeah. know, I'm not saying that I'm qualified above what a massage therapist, Cairo, or ortho is. I'm saying that sometimes we have different practices in what's going to get you back on yeah. track faster. You know, a lot of those people are just interested in cool, well, let's just get them back to daily living activities. Yeah. You know, that's what physical therapists are for. They're not there for athletic performance. They're not there to get you back where you were. Yeah. They're just there to make sure you can get groceries and do laundry without excruciating pain. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking to push my athletes well past that point. Wait a minute. We didn't have any of those conversations. It's because we had those conversations a year and a half ago. And you didn't the ask, last time you, you didn't ask up. what position I was in. Because <laughs> I know what position <laughs> it was in. The same position you always roll your ankle in. It kind of looked like this. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. feet were in there, except for this one. It was kind of over. Yeah, like this. that's an old injury. I don't need to see it to put you back on the right path. The more we it. talk about it, the more it's starting to hurt. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't want to relive it. See? You talk about moving forward. So that's what we're saying. How's that work? Yeah. All right, if guys. If you don't talk about it, it didn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> and if you can just hide it while you're around your wife, you won't catch shit for getting hurt. Yeah, I did for a little while. It was when my foot was in her spot on the couch. And it was like, why is your foot in my spot? I don't know, because I felt like it. Go lay on the other couch. I don't want to lay on the other couch. I want to lay right here. Well, fine. Why is there an ice pack on your foot? Why is your foot red and black? <laughs> uh, yeah. I slammed it in your car door by accident. Anything yeah. else to add? I don't know. I could add a lot of stuff. Anything else to add about the current topic of discussion? I can add more, but... <laughs> Starting to think I need a nap. I'm getting that way. I'm going to fix another coffee. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to us jibber-jabber. And uh, as always, whatever um, service you're on right now, please give us a five-star review. Even if you didn't like it, give us five-star anyways. We're trying our best here. Yeah, shoot for six. (laughs) And shoot for six. (laughs) And other than that, we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye. Later on, my man.